I'm Ben Templesmith, and I'm doing insert plug here. Uh, lots of stuff. <laughs> uh, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Speaking of movies that are like the ring, it's Smile on. Wait, wait, what's going on? We're thinking outside the long box. What the fuck? What was this movie? <laughs> So yeah, this was actually almost an exact ripoff of the ring. <laughs> well, what do you think about it? A lot of horror movies have this premise. Like, it follows that. I don't know like, that a lot of horror movies have this premise, but... It follows like you gotta, like, fuck to, like, pass it on. Smiles like you gotta kill yourself to pass it on or kill someone else to pass it on. I think a lot of, like... I, th- I think a lot of B-horror movies have this premise. I, I think, think any of those are B horror movies. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I, I think that where this premise lies mostly is in B movies. I'm not saying that it hasn't been used in bigger movies, but you don't see it. Very, this seems like a direct like the. I mean, you don't have to make them watch a movie, but you have to make them watch you kill somebody. I don't know. It just seems like a complete rip off of the ring which i don't i i, I hate calling it that because I, I don't know if that's i they, mean the i know under, they weren't going to rip off a movie but the underlying premise is very that's the same but it's not in as much as like they don't ever actually do it like it's not like they follow through and like that's how they get rid of it one dude well one dude does but he's not the main character of the no movie or no like he just is in jail because he <laughs> killed somebody <laughs> was that the dude that was on all the marvel shows uh I, I don't know i can look it up real quick I think he's definitely in Luke Cage, and I think he was in Daredevil. It seemed like it. Um, but anyway, while I'm looking for that, Smile is what we're talking about. Uh, it's a 2022 American supernatural horror film written and directed by Parker Finn in his featured directorial debut based on his 2020 short film, Laura Hasn't Slept. It stars Sosie Bacon as a therapist who, after witnessing the bizarre suicide of a patient, goes through increasingly disturbing and daunting experiences, leading her to believe that what she's experiencing is supernatural. Um, it, so far, wow, $17 million is what they budgeted for this movie, and it made $139 million as of right now. It's a good horror movie. I, I didn't, I mean, it's a, yeah, the end, the end... Horror movies are completely out of super it. hard to end. Mm. Um, I was fine with the ending that way. It was just like the monster was like the weirdest part. That's a, that's what I'm saying. That part in the cabin was the. I was fine with her like everything up to it, and even her killing herself, which was I mean pretty predictable. Um, I was fine with, but it was like the monster itself was kind of weird. Yeah, it, I don't I don't like movies where. Like Predator, Alien versus Predator Two, is hard to watch, and and I mean like like uh, with my eyes, like visually, it's hard to watch. When they're in the cabin, it's not scary in as much for me, in as much as it's like I don't fucking know what's going on right now. It's so dark, and there's little things that kind of happen, and and that's not. It's hard. It, it glided up a little bit for me. Let you me see what the fuck's going TVs. on. Screen, didn't you? I did. <laughs> so I think you just had a bad recording because it's what? not. Did I watch what? it? Well, what? <laughs> it's actually not that dark. It just seems so like it, it. The the version I saw looked really good. It just I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed. But the monster kind of reminded me of like everything I've seen like of a Slender Man kind of thing. 
It's just weird. The the yeah, very so grotesque. We're, Slender Man, maybe. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, but uh, essentially, the therapist sees a spoiler patient. Alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> a patient sees uh, kills herself in front of the therapist. Yes. And after telling her that she's seen this weird fucking person with an evil smile on their face, and it, it is it inhabits people that it's trying to trick her. Yeah. And the patient thinks that it's going to kill her, uh, and then she just kills herself. Yes. And this... herself thoroughly. Right. This drives the our main character, um, who is Dr. Rose Cotter, to go crazy, essentially. She uh, essentially is the same thing. She starts seeing just random kind of things that creep her out. She starts seeing people with fucking weird kind of smiles on their faces, and... Everybody at the at the hospital because she works in the trauma unit as a nurse uh, yeah. or as a therapist. Um, they think that she's she needs a break. Like somebody just killed herself in front of them. She needs to go take some time off and just relax. Yes, and she's essentially driving, going mad. I mean, she's driving, she's going crazy at this point. Well, I mean, she's not, but everyone thinks she is. I mean, I think you are going crazy still, even if it's really happening. That doesn't t- detract from you fucking going insane. <laughs> Well, those are all pretty rational responses to if it's real. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Like, I, I don't think any anybody else would do anything different. <laughs> I think that I would just... I mean, this sounds dumb, but I think I would just decide to not be afraid. Like, you've seen in every other aspect that, like, it's... Or not to not be afraid, to just deal with it. To just be like, all right, like, you're fucking with people. Like, you're fucking with me. Like, you're going to kill me? If you're gonna kill me, you're gonna kill me. Like, if you're not, you're not. <laughs> like, like, I think you'd get farther with that than the whole like trying to outmaneuver it. It's like a demony thing, like, right? I just don't. I don't think that's the way you deal with that. Clearly, you can't escape it because no. everywhere you go, it's fucking there. It's tricking you. Every person I met, I'd be like, "Are you the fucking? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the thing right now?" So, it, so I leave- call them. Is it you? <laughs> Leading up to this movie, I don't know if you know, if you saw the because I didn't. I saw some advertisements because I watched a lot of YouTube. I didn't see anything really on the TV as far as like trailers for it. But what I saw, and I don't know if you saw this, was the the way they advertised this in the main media is they planted people in sporting events, and they would literally just fucking smile. The whole game, as much as they could, and the camera would pan at like you. They would I did not see. That. They bought a ticket. Uh, as far as I could see, they bought a seats behind home plate in one game, and there's just a dude with this fucking creepy smile, and the camera catches it, and it's it's literally like I don't know what they call it, some kind of uh, like guerrilla advertising thing. It's it's fucking wild. Like it was, and people were like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, it was so cool. It was a, it was a cool way to advertise something that I didn't see a ton of TV ads for myself. I saw a few ads here and there. I don't remember where, but I didn't see that. It was um, really cool. I wanted to watch it. I think it's a good movie. Like, it's overall, like, I liked it. Like, the end, if you're going to, like, show the monster and it be, like, this, like, visual scene, then I feel like you should explain it a little bit, too, which they just don't. Like, you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, it's some smiley thing. <laughs> um, I like the scenes most where it's, like, fucking with her, where she thinks her therapist's, like, at her house. And yeah. And that thing. She's drooling and shit. Yeah, but if you're, like, drive yourself off to the country to, like, get, I'm not, why not just off yourself while you're alone? 
Well, I go hang out in like a super shitty, scary cabin. I don't think she with no power. I don't think she intended to off herself. Yeah, but it you didn't... know it's gonna kill you. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's kill rates real strong. <laughs> Again, here's where the logical wand comes out, and it, who knows if that's how I would feel in a situation like this, because you never know. Yeah. But, like, I would go find somebody who wants to die. Like, somebody who has terminal cancer, somebody who's fucking 90 years old, uh, they might not believe the situation, but if they want to fucking die, it may not fucking matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you stop, you break the fucking chain there, and then you move on with your life. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's just... That that's the that's the the thinking in my head, you know. Rather than trying to pass it, trying to stave off something that it seems like you can't beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what's like. I think I'm just accepting my fate. <laughs> just taking a just taking a nose dive off a building somewhere. <laughs> by when I'm by myself, I'm like. Oh, nobody else. <laughs> So she, she seems to be going crazy. She has an ex-boyfriend who is a cop who she goes to to find help. <clears throat> they find yeah. out that everybody who has killed themselves has seen somebody else kill themselves in the last week or so before they committed suicide, <clears throat> except for this one dude in prison. And so there's the she can't find anybody else, so they, tr- they sneak her into uh, a chat with him. <clears throat> yeah. Where he essentially tells her it's the ring. It's the you have to it this demon relies on horror and on tragedy and trauma. So he the only way he could find to break the chain was to kill somebody yes. and have somebody see him kill somebody. Um and that's what kept him alive. Unfortunately now he's in jail, but it, it seems he's weird alive. that he went to that. Yeah, I don't know how. I, again, I, I I don't unless he knew. Like the cop, the cop now knows. Like he's like, oh fuck, now I, now well, I gotta I gotta kill somebody, right? He knows because he knows the pattern. He knows this dude. Like I don't know who this dude in jail, uh, how he got to that point, but he may have just done his research. I don't fucking know. But I don't think I want to spend a lifetime in prison either. Like I think it's just a header you for just, me. You just want to die. <laughs> Fuck prison. I'll just leave a note. Hey, you're not going to believe this, but... <laughs> this is fucking demon. <laughs> I did you all a favor. So she drives out to the cabin, because she's like, well, I mean, if nobody's around, then I can't kill anybody, and it, the chain can't go on anymore. Oh, what if it won't let you kill yourself, though? You think you're killing yourself, but like you you just like fall onto a couch. Like, fuck. <laughs> Well, so she goes out to the cabin. Unbeknownst to her, her ex-cop uh, boyfriend follows her. But before he gets there, she's like, she's she turned no off all thinking. the lights. Like she left her cell phone on in the car. Like you were asking to be found. <laughs> like you know he's a detective. Like you set up all the ways to get. <laughs> I, I felt like it was very obvious that she was going to get caught. Oh, of course, doing a hundred percent. So, but she traps herself in this cabin and she essentially has conversations with this demon who, when the demon is telling her that like her time is close and her, the demon is pretending to be her mother. Actually, I don't know if it's a demon, but we, well, whatever this fucking goes, I don't know what I call everything that's dead and haunting you a demon. That's just my way. (laughs) But this thing uh, is pretending to be her mother who OD'd when uh, she was, when she was young. Um, And, so her plan, the main character's plan, is to just kill herself and just end the thing. Well, is to just not be around anybody. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think you're right. I don't, I don't think she went and no. wanted to die, but like, I wouldn't want to die either. It's just like sometimes you get Ebola. Like, <laughs> like I, I feel like there's far is less. What, is that what this is? <laughs> That's how I think I would look at it. I'd be like, I fucked around and got Ebola. <laughs> like, gosh damn it. Like, didn't want to get the fucked Ebola. around and caught the demon. Yeah, but. <laughs> Once I heard that there was like 48 other cases where everything went terribly wrong, I'm like, oh shit. Odds are pretty good that I'm gonna not only die anyway in a horrific way, but I'm also going to take someone that I possibly care about with me. Like, I think I'm just gonna, at that point, just gonna have to just go into the, you know, go into the void myself. So, no explanation of what this thing is. Or who or why or anything. Um, <clears throat> you get this weird, lanky, tall, I, I don't know, like rotting kind of monster that looks a little bit out of place. It doesn't look completely like it's supposed to be there. I don't, I don't know. That's the where it started to kind of unhinge for me is when the first time you see the, the thing. Like the other times when it's just inhabiting people and people are being creepy, that's... My eyes see the person and the the actual human, so it's not as like jarring as this weird yeah. uh, creature thing that just doesn't seem to be real. Because I know it's not real, you know what I mean. So it throws me yeah. out of the movie. It but wasn't real. It, it's weird. And then like when it's time, when the husband, the ex boyfriend, is knocking on the door, and the demon spoiler alert essentially trances the girl and like climbs into her into her through her mouth like it's just weird like that whole thing is just fucking weird yeah he this 12 foot monster like opens her mouth and just climbs in her <laughs> it's, just, it's just really weird and i guess that's how the demon inhabits every person while they're about to commit suicide and then again spoiler alert she burns herself to death and the cabin burns to death and the ex-boyfriend cop is watching her burn to death and die and so now he's cursed and that's where we that's the that's the cliffhanger at the end of the movie yeah i mean it left it open for another one a hundred percent um i don't know if it's a movie i liked it but i don't know that it's the kind of movie that i want to watch again (laughs) like the smiling thing is kind of uh what you call it Mm, it was creepy so as far as a horror movie goes, like I think it, it did its job there. Like the pop up scares are pretty legit. I think in the shit in the movie, um, the fact that like everybody around this woman is, is pretty shitty though. Like her sister's the shittiest human being I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> if my sister comes to my kid's birthday or whatever and gives him a dead cat in a box, then freaks the fuck out and like falls through a glass table, slicing her stuff. I'm not going like fuck you. Like I'm gonna be like something fucking wrong. Like, <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Like maybe we need to get you some help. Right. Like, I think I'm gonna be like highly invested in that situation. <laughs> like, but her sister's like, no, get the fuck away get from out. me and my kid. <laughs> I was like, what the? The like, fiance especially seems oh, yeah, to be the worst. And if I if I was with someone who was treating my family like that, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> that to me was so bizarre. Like I couldn't believe that. Like. Everyone in her life was like, you should just get some rest. <laughs> no, dude. Like, what the fuck? The the fiance, too, is a total piece of yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. Her fiance. Yeah, it's like, your mama's crazy. Now you're crazy. I knew it. I shouldn't have gotten involved. I feel like, though, like, 
Sometimes when you're when you've been a certain way your whole life and you've been maybe kind of shitty, maybe you've done drugs a lot or what, like people just expect that of you forever. Yeah. But when you're when you've seemed to be completely sane and completely like you hold down a job and you're helping people at this fucking like you're a therapist, like I feel like when you make a 180 degree turn in a matter of days, yeah. like that's probably worrisome. <laughs> like somebody should probably step in and be like, what the fuck is going on? I especially, since all of your friends are probably other healthcare professionals, like I think <laughs> someone probably has you committed before this all happens. Like, like if I'm that dude who's like her boss and like I see her sleeping in her car outside of work, losing her shit and like she's been losing her shit for a couple days now and then I see a knife in her car, I'm probably calling the cops and being like, <laughs> yeah, she's, something's not right. Like, Um... During several Major League Baseball games the weekend before the film's release, an apparent viral marketing, that's what it is, viral marketing stunt occurred. As the studio or marketing film purchased seats behind home plate with actors smiling maniacally into the camera for the pitcher batter shot for extended periods of time, some of the actors wore shirts with the name and logo of the film on the front. So yeah, it's it's uh, it was creepy as fuck to see on TV when nobody knows that that's what's happening. <laughs> But I, I just the the ring caught me through the whole movie. The ring's a better movie. Samara coming out of the TV looked creepy. Like you can tell that it was a kid, and then oh shit, it's kind of like the I, whole I, movie's I caught the graph. Like everything about that movie was was whether you like it or not, it looked good. Like it, it looked pretty realistic for its time, and this fucking creature demon thing just threw me completely off. It's, it didn't look it, bad on the, in theaters. That's why I'm thinking like maybe like the TV just wasn't as good a res. I don't know, man. I just didn't No, cuz like I think you cuz it wasn't a it wasn't dark. Like right. you could it see been. you could see everything. Yeah, yeah. Like so that definitely didn't translate well from like your um how you watched it. But like it looked like a creepy monster thing, but it's just the fact that like that wasn't the reason this movie was kind of scary. Like so, this whole movie was creepy because that like smiling shit's creepy, and, right? Like, and people like murdering themselves in like that way is creepy, and like <laughs> you never know when it's gonna be fucking with you. Like right. that was the creepy part, not, yeah, yeah. Not the like giant demon monster. Like that part just was like it was. It felt so out of place, right? It, to me, it wasn't that like it was looked good or bad. I was just like, why is this in this movie? But I like, think that that is what translates for me. Like it was. Like I said, two minutes before that, the demon has possessed what she thinks is her mother, and it's so good at that point. And when the demon tricks her into thinking her psychiatrist is at her house, and she's got her up against a wall, and the fucking the real person is drooling and stuff, it looks good. But you, it is it like you said, it's so out of place because it's so jarringly different from the rest of the movie. It just seems so weird. It's it it didn't need to be there. Like, I don't know. It, it it just threw the whole ending off for me. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think it was out of place. Regardless of it looked good or bad, like it was right. out of place. Right. But I, I, I think you, you said it earlier correctly that the kind of – and they weren't even really too many jumpy scaries, but they were they were good. Yeah. The head uh, when she's inside the car and her sister – she thinks her sister's coming out and the fucking head falls out. That, that was a really cool scare. The For scare sure. right before she falls into the table, that was really good. Like it's, it's, it's a pretty good movie. It does what it's supposed to do for most of the movie. It's a creepy fucking movie. Yeah. 
I like watching people fall into deranged madness, apparently. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I don't know, man. I, the, so critically, it, it, critically and the audience score are the exact same, 78%. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of low. I, I, I thought maybe I was in the 80s, and then it mar- marked me down a little bit in the 80s because I didn't really like the ending. Um, and it feels so heavily on yeah. the ring to me. Um, but I'm probably in the low 80s. I was probably going to be like at an 82 or 83. Yeah, I think so. But, um, yeah, like, I don't – I'm trying to think of, like, a way to clarify it. So, like, I think that as far as, like, the ring-like movies go, this is probably the worst one, even though I liked it. Because, like, it – of the big ones I can think of, like, It Follows was much better, in my opinion. Um, the ring, obviously, is way better. <laughs> And then this movie is just kind of like, eh. I didn't hate it at all. Me neither. Like, and it creeped me out. It actually creeped me out a few times. Like when the sister like walks up to her door and her head, like I knew there was going to be a jump scare there, right. but the jump scare they did was like, oh shit. Yeah. The, the smile, the easiness of these weird fucking smiles is enough. Yes. <laughs> that to me is the horror element. That's why I thought it was weird that they, that they did the monster <laughs> at the end. I was just like... Unless you're gonna have a monster like all the way through it, then like it's not that's not what was scary about it, right? And you can sprinkle monster in. You don't have to show the every time like you. If you're going to put him in the whole movie, you don't have to show the whole monster every single time. You can just kind of sprinkle it in through the whole movie. Yeah, maybe give me a little bit of a backstory on why this monster's doing what it's doing. I think the mystery is better left a mystery if you just assume that this, like in the ring, you don't until the second movie is when they find out like why there's some motivation behind what Samara's doing. But the whole first movie is essentially like uh, we don't fucking know. We just have to keep making people watch this fucking thing, and then it kills people if we don't. Same with it follows. It like pretty much just ends. Yeah, (laughs) which I'm totally way happier. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. But you stick this other kind of otherworldly element in there, and it's 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 just feels weird. But yeah, I I mean, we gave it an 83. It's worth watching. I think you should go watch it. Me too. Um, I, I think the it does a really good job. 99% 99% of the time that it's on the screen. So, um, and 83, I, I don't know that there's many horror movies that are in the nineties for me. Um, uh, night of the living dead is probably one of the ones. And that's not even cause it's good. It's cause I love that's, I remember that being the reason why I love scary movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I guess until next time, like we 83, go watch smile. If you haven't, it's still in theaters right now. Uh, what I say, it made 134 million or some shit like that. It made a lot of money, 139 million on a 17 million dollar budget. So it's doing really, really well. So you, it, it hasn't fallen off as far as I can tell. Um, I assume that some of these bad rankings are probably because people are like, it's like the ring. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. Go check it out. Uh, TOTLB.com, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us everywhere. Uh, until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. We will catch you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. 
Make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production! Ah!